What's up, guys? Welcome to Grim After Dark. One of these weeks, uh, Val and Danny will remember mics are live the entire time, but this week is not that week. Uh, we are Warhammer 40,000's only late night show for some reason. Uh, my name is John, and I'm here to misinform and entertain as we talk about the goings-on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. But it is a task so massive that I cannot do it alone, so let's meet the team, starting with... i got to queue up here. i got to do it right. Uh, starting with uh, my good friend. He's advised me to state that he brings a wealth of tabletop knowledge and experience to the table. Is Danny McDevitt. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> but did you, you did. just get back from the gym, John? What's that? Did you just no, get I, back from the gym? I don't know if you've paid attention. Why you have your... Why I have my what? Sorry? No, please. Your 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 your, 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 your you know your your earphones in like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do it how I usually do it. There. <laughs> Thank you. That's much better. <laughs> As I have had this for like yeah, I was like I don't know if you paid attention the past two years. I just wear uh, football shirts on here. Um. But good to have you as always, Danny. Uh, and how can we forget uh, our last host? He might have taken an edition off, but he's back in full force for 10th. It's a resident comedy genius and leader of the largest orc this side of Climax, Saskatchewan. It's Val Halfelfinger. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good fallback. How are you? Climax, that's, Saskatchewan. That's a real place. It's still going. Uh, I did say. It's true. <laughs> It's very going for like 50 years. Very tantric place. <laughs> and last, but by no means least, he's the man behind the curtain, the guy fun. who's responsible for everything you see that isn't just us talking. It's the master of the digital shore. It's Dickie. Oh, uh, I have no uh, lead. I, my, there's nothing, just my voice. Um, what about the file yeah. photo? I made a file photo. What, what oh, if someone gave you these it. notes an entire day ago? Yeah. To, to well, prepare. Yeah, we're, you know, we're YouTube partners now. We don't have to worry about this. Uh, stuff, we're right? partners, That's guys. Nice. Yeah. Guys, yeah, YouTube in their infinite wisdom has decided to make us partners, which I think means we have equal share of revenue for all of YouTube. Uh, Danny, I believe that's oh. that's what you said uh, as partners. Yep. That's yeah. true. Absolutely. I, I think uh, on every show we should publish how much we make on each show just from, that, from the ad, <laughs> the ad sets. Like I want to see like when we break a dime, I can't like I'm going to I'm going to like do a touchdown dance. So. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, guys, I, I went into a weird fervor of planning and creation yesterday. Uh, we have a full slate for you tonight as we find out what we've been up to over the last week in our patented state of play segment. We're going to pit Val and Danny against each other in our latest game of 40K, or our latest game I made up this weekend called 40K Professional, or just Professional I found on LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> we digitally steal Peter the Falcon's voice to explore new fan fiction and Falcon fiction, and we check out what's going on in the Warhammer community as we go around the net. Uh, before we get started with State of Play, let me give you an actual warning that we're going to discuss the game of Warhammer 40,000. Guys, you got to wait warning. for the dick jokes now. Hold, uh, hold on a minute. Oh, come on. Hold yeah. on. Stop the show. No, okay. Did you just do a roadmap for the entire show yeah, like, yeah. right now? I wow. did. I did. I remembered. I uh, Steve Joel uh, told us to do that. <laughs> well, Warhammer 40 k <laughs> gone. Uh, Steve Joel told me two years ago to do at the start, but that's okay. Uh, I'm just a little slow to pick it up. Um, but yeah, let's let's roll up with our first uh, YouTube partner funded improvement. It's time for State of Play. Very 
Very nice. Guys, there, uh, wow. Most people call it games played. Most people call it, uh, I don't know, hobby progress. We don't do that here. That's kind of lame. Um, but Val, Dickie, you guys played some games. And yeah. Dan, you had some hobby progress this week, right? Uh, just a small amount. Uh, that's yeah. fair, but I also played a game th- this week, and we can talk about. That. I also it's had actually... hobby progress. Also, how how why do we have our own branded state of play? But uh, we we haven't thought of anything for hobby progress. <laughs> <laughs> state of play is a state of mind, so it includes hobby progress. Yeah, got it, got it. Nice. Hey, no it's style guide. Play, no style well, guide. well saved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so almost like it. a. I prepped for this eventuality, but Dickie, uh, you took on the finest Eastern Canadian Warhammer players in the first 10th edition tournament over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, how was your weekend, boys? And, it was lovely. Uh, if you want to queue up pictures, I do have pictures from your event as well. Oh, hi there. Actually, that's from my practice game uh, the night before. Mm, yep. uh, as you can see, my uh, beloved and uh, infamous gargantuan Squiggeth, in effect, holding down that center ruin. Uh, for a moment, and then he got bloodthirsty pretty good. He actually failed. This might be the first documented case. That's right, folks. Failed, ba- failed battle shock test. Whoa! I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't neg one the damage on him uh, with the artist nail strat. So uh, oh, he got he got no. bloodthirsty good. Although uh, my opponent, uh, the delightful Ian, uh, he uh, he really tried hard to not kill the gargant. Uh, sorry, no, the the uh, the big squig. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, by rolling a lot of ones to wound, oh, and then nice. Nice. yeah, it was yeah. it was super kind. And then he uh, he did die though because the bloodthirster does like eight mortals or something at the end of the phase if he's alive. Oh. That sounds right. Something yeah. silly like that. Uh, so the guard did die here. He did lose the the uh, the, uh, the bloodthirster. Hmm. He was two uh, and one in title bouts. Yeah. Uh, going moving on to the, the next picture we saw here from the van. This appears to be uh, Peaches, right? I believe yeah. it's the name of your gargantuan squiggle. There's Peaches, yeah. Peaches uh, up against, uh, yep, Santa Claus, uh, yeah. Logan Grimner himself. Yeah, yeah. How, 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 how did you find orcs uh, in your game? It's like we said at the top of the show, you took the edition off, you're kind of back in, uh, forcibly and uh, by your own choice a little. Um, how, how were your games? My games are good. I, it was an RTT at, at X Planet here in, uh, I guess it's in Mississauga, but that's adjacent to uh, Toronto. And um, uh, you know, we had we had pretty pretty cool guys in the field. My first yeah. game was against uh, a guy named Steve playing Necrons, but not like super optimized Necrons. Oof, and yeah. we were both we were both feeling it out, so I was able to uh, get a real false sense of confidence out of that game yep. playing Necrons. Not, not me. Uh, mm. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I, at the same time, in the first round, uh, uh, Rich was playing uh, the person who wound up in second. Yeah. Also playing Necrons, except just a hard uh, someone who, list. Oof. Someone. Some, yeah. So like two units of uh, of tricked out Lich Guard. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had the Tomb Blades. He those had bikes. Uh, oh, those things are the, awesome. Yeah. The yeah the fucking octopus assassin dudes. Um. Yeah, man, like that list was sick. I've never actually liked Necrons before until yeah. like mm-hmm. I've seen that it's, until I saw that list playing. Necrons usually are yeah. just super boring and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. If you if you jump down to the next picture, Dickie, I think you have a picture of Al of you uh, charging Peaches into the Silent Kang. Yeah, that was a W uh, as well against the Silent yeah. Kang. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it took those uh, many ears yep. down pretty good. Uh, how did that combat go? Uh, big angry dinosaur versus uh, a robot man. Pretty sure Big Angry Dinosaur came out on top on that one. Yeah, maybe. Uh, although yeah. subsequently it did, he did die. I can't, I don't, I don't think it was a Silent King who killed him. I can't remember what killed him. Hmm. 
Um, but uh, yeah, the the Burnus got out after that and just lit things on fire. The 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 Squig was holding twelve Burnus and, and the three rockets that they have to take now, uh, which is just like probably, oh, okay. I don't know, uh, probably like ten percent of the of the table map is covered by uh, you know the twelve inch torrent coming out of that fucking Squig. Like probably, like yeah. The 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 sphere of destruction around him is comical. So he was able to like nuke on his own. Uh, a unit of 20 warriors, which is where my false confidence came wow. from, which is wow. not the same as a unit of Lich Guard no. with no. a four up in Vuln, five up, five feel, up no feel no pain. pain. Res uh, after the first wound. Yeah, res, resing well, constantly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, anywho, he bounced hard off the Lich Guard. Poor, yeah. Guy. Poor guy. Yeah. Poor Peaches. He's looking good, though. Uh, yeah. man, he always looks good. And then I'm just going to, before we move on, Dick, we're going to go through your pictures here. Uh, what I didn't understand the point of this picture, apart from seeing the fabulous rear of your gargantuan <laughs> I just wanted to see the butt. I took a picture of his butt. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, this is Richard's uh, photography here. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. That's classic. That's a, that's a I should have shot. known by the, the yeah. styling. Also, the classic. ironically, this picture was uh, a Dickie, a Dickie 101. Oh, are you telling me that Val can take a picture of himself, <laughs> not using his phone, holding it in two hands? Um. Uh, yep. Just, just trying to stay. Just trying to ha- hang in there against a a poor, <laughs> brow beaten oh. edition, editioned, just ruined, uh, space Wolves player oh. who was just who 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 had like probably ten minutes before he knew he shouldn't have done that. Bought like 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 used all of his pennies to buy a bunch of Wolfen, which he like dutifully oh. still played with because. That's what he. That's what he had, and he wanted to play with them, and they. <laughs> they were just sad. so sad. Um, anyway, it was it was a nice way to end by just just absolutely colossally destroying a bunch of space wolves. I do say you don't have the I hate this game face. So so still that's still good. pretty good, pretty good. Dick, yeah. you also went to this event. I'm assuming yeah. you took World Eaters. I believe as you play some corn thing. Uh, you would think I would have played them, but in fact, I didn't. I uh, I brought Thousand Suns. Uh, no, you dirty. I bought a Thousand Suns army last year, and I said, you know what? I'm going to give a, the old college try. They're an underperforming faction, right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, dang. They're not. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, I had a lot of fun. I uh, It's the first time I put them on the table, so I was a bit overwhelmed game one, which uh, didn't help my loss. But uh, game two and three, I got back on that uh, uh, treadmill and, and, and won two. So, yeah, felt good about it. Felt good about it. Nice. Yeah. And, and Dickie, Val, how do you guys end up for your RTT for the weekend? I believe I included a screen cap for this. You did. I didn't. I didn't put it up though, because it would oh. ruin the, uh, the the leaderboard thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What we're doing now as well, uh, where we're tracking wins and losses. Wins and losses matter, people. <laughs> um, we're yeah. we're separating out the crew by wins, losses, oh, draws, and be awful. The tiebreaker category of event wins, and this oh, is my. what's going to keep yeah. me purely rooted at the bottom, <laughs> and it gives Danny his monthly dose of feel good. As he can constantly see himself on top. Right now, only hope. right now he's zero. Yeah, well, it's because we haven't had any one all three of the games of tenth that I played. So yeah, but like uh, event mm-hmm. wins. Like this God, is event. This wins. is oh, not right. like this is not like beating up it's on not... poor Seth on TTS kind of wins or beating up <laughs> poor John inside a year. Poor Seth though. <laughs> poor Seth. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> oh, we need to. Yeah, is there a prize at the tears. end of this? 
Did I just want to create a leaderboard for reasons? Who, who the even AdSense, really knows? The AdSense money. We're playing for the AdSense money. We're, yeah. we're, <laughs> at the end of the year, whoever's number one gets all three dollars. Oh man! If you we, think we're gonna get, yeah, if we bucks, crack a dollar, if we crack a dollar by the end I'm, of the I'm year, throwing, I will double it. I'm throwing two dollars in myself here to really uh, like uh, <laughs> triple the pop. I'm gonna start um, super chatting myself just so I can not feel so bad about it. <laughs> I actually did that at the LVO stream. I, I did a fifty. You did do that chat. at the LVO stream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Val, what what's your thoughts? What's your say about being on top week one as the best player uh, statistically uh, on this show? Yeah, this is like uh, when you look this up week, after Danny? round one at. Sorry, I asked that at, question, Val, but Danny had a very concerned face that I said statistically. Well, I don't understand why is Val above Dickey. Uh, yeah, that is a great question. He finished higher in the tournament. He did. He, did. he finished literally rankings. one place oh, okay. higher. Yeah, that was tenth. Right. Dickey was out of the well, top ten. Been notated though, anywhere on this event. So, what, uh, what are we doing here? I also realized, by the way, that I wasn't Changing the rules to suit my jokes. I didn't what? include the fucking ten points for having your shit painted, which apparently is still a thing. Is that that's still a yeah, thing? Yeah, I don't think it's, it's still, a still a thing. thing. So yeah, I robbed my I robbed myself of thirty points. I could have probably placed even higher. So, I'm, but your I'm opponents lucky. didn't get those ten points either. Oh. Well, what does that matter? <laughs> you don't, don't care about their point score. <laughs> like Nick, just, uh, Nick did just fine. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys, let us know. Are you going to be Team Val, Team Dicky? You're going to be oh. Team Danny? Uh, those are all the smart choices. Do let us know in the comments or in chat uh, as we continue on. Danny, we had some hobbying this week. I dropped by the store on Saturday. Saw you working away on a Leviathan box at a very busy pre-order event here in Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah. We had quite the line. It was almost out the door. What? People coming in to buy their box. Yeah, it was Crazy. it was a good day. I think they I bet they sold like 70 boxes that day. Yeah. Good for, good for that. So, good for that yeah, FLGS. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just hung out and talked 10th edition all day and uh uh built some uh, some tyranids. Um for my second Tyranid box. I'm, I'm excited to build the Marines to add to my Dark Angels. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I played a TTS game against Seth on Sunday. Um, that guy played. Seth must have <laughs> beat you, right? <laughs> He's getting pro coaching from Stephen Box. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you would think that that would help him, but it didn't. The uh, Yeah, I, I tried to use like, uh, like when I was making mistakes, I tried to make the mistakes that I was going to make and not try and like do it to any take backs. Um, so I only basically tabled his army by turn three. Um, <laughs> was that playing horse? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Danny, of course, uh, you played a perfectly balanced fair list of, of yeah, what totally we played, I played Eldar. Eldar. Yeah. I got, I, I have to admit that I, I don't regret bringing the squig. Uh, yeah. but also I, I, my, like, uh, my try hardiness, does regret not bringing a list that maybe was less memey. Uh, considering this will be the only event I probably get to do for a long time. So <clears throat> um, yeah. anyway, we'll, we'll, you know, man, yeah. I do love tournaments. I do yeah. love them. Everyone, embra- day, yeah. everyone embraced uh, Mr. Heffelfinger. Everyone uh, was super happy to see him when he walked in. So yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a good love. Was it like a Norman Cheers style? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, was kind of like, like Norman it, it was actually played on the set of Cheers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's your intro music is just the cheers theme song yeah Ted dancing was hitting on the one woman in the bar it was great the, the one woman in the bar <laughs> it's just like old times 
Well, to, to, I mean, to wrap this up here, I didn't play any games. Um, I have a backlog of these at fine Imperium magazines where I'm like, I'll Who subscribe to this. Has Who has this is a great deal. This is a great deal. Um, but I now have uh, 50 issues. I hadn't actually assembled anything from that were sitting in, uh, in the plastic. So I assembled a bunch of Necrons. I got like a Triarch Stalker assembled, a Chronomancer, nice. Nice. who's my new favorite dude ever. Cause like, like sexy Squidward is just great. Um, Another 10 warriors, just a whole bunch of random crap. And it's kind of super fun just to sit there and uh, build random things. Oh, uh, shout no. out to Dickie who gave me his door prize. Yeah. Uh, well, so that oh. I can, I can add to my pile of pie. I bought some yeah. of the new commandos. Hey, uh, also hey, uh, real quick. You guys talked about dials quite a lot. You yeah. Free dials. And I asked specifically and angrily in all caps to show me the dials. And you guys never sent a picture of the dials. And I don't know if that's a joke. I sent you a video. Uh, I think there was a video, video about the dials. to add it to the show. Yeah. Oh, too many video asses. We not only got free dials, bud. We got. Oh, I see a free water. We got a free bottle of water. Yeah, man. Because it was hot. It was was, real hot. It was a hot, sweaty butt crack in there. Danny, how do you feel about this socialized water distribution going on in Canadian gaming? John, as a red-blooded American, um, <laughs> it always disappoints me to see, you know, the dregs of society get to, you know, coast off the backs of the hardworking Canadians here in this case. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's really disappointing to see them handing out water to vagrants and uh, and other people that couldn't normally afford water because of their destitution due to a bankruptcy of Warhammer miniatures. Wow. Yeah. Harsh. <sighs> Beautiful thing. I would give you guys a re- time to retort, but I'm sure you would just apologize. Um, <laughs> no, I just point out that in most of Canada, we don't have to boil our water. <laughs> <laughs> but should you? No. Um, yeah, perfect. Yeah. So, guys, I would stay to play. Uh, keep it short. Keep it sweet. A little bit of what we've been up to and, and who's going to end up on top. Spoilers. It's probably Danny. Uh, I don't play as much as I should. Val won't play as much as he should. Dickie probably does, but Danny is the only regular tournament goer. Um, but yeah, sure. Put Dickie's bets. Gonna Who's going to win? To be honest, really? I think, think Dickie's going to win. That's who my money's, I got some, my money's I got some on. Big you. events this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you do. Okay. Well, Dickie versus Danny. Uh, Dickie, who you got? Dickie. Who you got? Chat. Let us know. Yeah. Um, let's move on uh, to our newest game show. And guys, I'm very excited about this. I worked with Dickie for solidly uh, ten minutes ten. to make sure this would go so off without minutes. a hitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, it's time to play professional i found in linkedin or 40k professional okay yeah, i changed the All title right. several times that's okay we're in our fantastic new game show set yes look at danny. that podium you know how long i looked for a podium that's podium sick danny uh <laughs> so many microphones val this is not a joke game comedy does not come from this game and to make sure you guys know that it's I have not serious music. Serious okay. fucking game. This is uh, very serious. I'm going to pose each of you three questions or three players or, or three people's names. I should say not to give the game away. Yeah. The question is simple. I'm going to tell you a name and you're going to tell me if that is a 40K professional uh-huh. or someone that I found on LinkedIn. Okay. <laughs> is there any questions before We're we start the show? Of questions. But let's just do the game. Perfect. Starting at the top of my screen, Danny, welcome to 40K player or professional. How are you today? Excellent, John. I'm, re- I'm here. I'm ready to compete. I'm ready to crush Val into the dust. 
amazing. <laughs> Val, it says here you're also ready to play. How, how are you feeling this fine uh, Monday evening? It's game day, baby. I got my competitive hackles up. I'm, I'm ready for this. Ooh. Okay. We did a dice toss uh, before the game started, and it came up with a four, which wasn't helpful. So Danny will start. Okay. Uh, Danny, the first name, Brad Chester. Hmm. Uh, that's that uh, someone you found on LinkedIn. I was going to say, neither you professional sure? nor 40K professional. Yep. Are you sure Brad Chester is someone I just found on LinkedIn? You don't believe yep. he is a professional 40K player at all? Not anymore. He's retired from the game. He's been medically retired is what I've heard. <laughs> so he Danny is, is going for LinkedIn. Let us know in chat if you agree with this. This is very serious. Very There's serious. everything at stake. Yep. Dickie, reveal Brad Chester. No, oh. I'm sorry, Danny. It's a death or glory coach and therefore 40K professional, Brad Chester. There he is. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry. So death or glory, is what do you mean by coach? Are they, are they a professional 40K service? They are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. too bad. <laughs> wow. <All right. laughs> are we done with questions? You had a chance to ask questions at the start here. You're really ruining my atmosphere. Let me just. Okay. Okay. Let the music rise back up to the ring. Okay. Right. <laughs> serious, serious, serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Val. Yes. John. Are your first name. Okay. And again, we're needing you to tell us if this is a professional 40k player, right? Or someone I found on LinkedIn. Okay. Your name is Anthony Vanella. <laughs> Well, is Anthony Vanilla pro 40K or just some professional I found on LinkedIn? Okay, 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 okay. Uh, where, where, uh, do we like what, what, what kind of context clues are we even allowed to ask for here? None. Um, none. 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 So Zero. it's just literally, literally 50 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 50 50 of guessing. I'm right. going to say Anthony Vanilla is heavily involved in real estate and he's from LinkedIn. He's from LinkedIn. Son of a bitch. So you're saying Anthony Vanella is a realtor from LinkedIn and not a 40K professional. Essentially, you're good. telling me great guess. Vanella is not a professional 40K person. Well, now when you say professional, do you mean wholly mm-hmm. professional or semi-professional? Uh, I mean, there. so I mean, they either have a podcast, a coaching service or some show. So it covers about 85% hey, of the Warhammer man. community. Yeah. <laughs> so every, if you, okay, cool. <laughs> But Chad's, right, asking, Chad's, wait, to know. Wait, Chad's asking if it's Anthony or Anthony because you, you pronounced it Anthony. Yeah, uh, uh, sorry, I used my perhaps, perhaps, perhaps a certain astute player noticed that the name was slightly different. Yeah. Mm. But you said it was a professional from LinkedIn, specifically a realtor. Uh, Dickie says, Nope. It's a professional it. 40k player. Actually, Anthony. Young Anthony Vanella. Uh, can you say his name right? Like, can we at least have some like fundamental ground rules here? Absolutely not. Well, Tony Vanoni uh, is you can find him weekly on Stat Check. I heard I'm not selling That's houses, true. though I don't know what he does in his spare time. So maybe that is a good question. Not, like, it's not real estate. What would his nine to five possibly be? I I mean, I know what he does. That's fascinating. Well, it's not our secret to tell. Yeah, that's right. My real name being used in chat, I noticed. 
It's fair. This is getting uh, too real. Danny, are you <clears throat> ready for your second? Uh, 40K professional yeah. or professional I found on LinkedIn. Okay. Your name is Tim Penny or Tim <laughs> Penny, if you want to be just like really specific. What about, about Tom Pony? Nope, nope, not that guy. That guy's absolutely okay. the most professional 40k player. It's I true. Ever seen. Never seen such a fucking tryhard in my whole life. All right, you weren't an X Planet. That's true. <laughs> See me shuffling a gargantuan squig at the round, sweating my dick off, and then getting salty. Uh... <laughs> so for professionalism, so Chad doesn't yell at me. Timothy Penny, yeah, or Tim Penny, is he? Uh, 40k professional or a professional I found on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Okay. So I think I know the answer to this, uh, but I'm okay. not 100% sure. So uh, my recollection is that he's a member of the Dancing Bears dance troupe. It's an all-male review. They uh, they mm-hmm. go to a lot of bachelorette parties. <laughs> to be fair, though. Um, this would not probably be something dancing. you would put on his LinkedIn profile, though. I also don't know if the Dancing Bears troupe gets a lot of bachelorette parties, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well... <laughs> yeah, maybe in, Al- know, maybe in Alaska they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, Danny. Tim Penny. Yeah, professional dancer. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Lock it in, John. Lock it in. Lock it so in. you're saying that Tim Penny yeah. is not someone I found on LinkedIn. He's a professional saying, male dancer. Yes. He's a professional male dancer. Okay. Not an aircraft Thank controller. You. Load it up. No, it's Pro 40K person uh, and host of Stat Check's X and One game show. <laughs> Is it a game show officially? <sighs> I mean, no, I'm just obsessed with game shows now, but X and One show on the podcast genre now. I can't wait till Play on Tabletop does a game show and just like gets 4 billion views off of it. And we're just like 20, 25 views. Yeah. Yeah. We're at it's just them playing cornhole. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> with the dancing bears. Yeah. yeah they got oh, Tim, you're looking beautiful yeah, on a good. picture I combed from his Facebook profile. Uh, but moving on. Val, your second person. Okay. Oof. 40K professional or just professional? Mm-hmm. Vic VJ. Did you say Vic BJ? No. BJ. Oh, this is serious. VJ Swing. Man. There's no jokes here. Sorry. There's no I'm jokes. I'm so sorry. That was really unprofessional of me. Now that we're YouTube partners, I forgot. I, yeah. I apologize. So I'm a big fan of Vic VJ, and he's got yeah. such a del- just posh and delightful accent that there's there's does. no way he he's does. not an actual professional. Yeah. So therefore, I'm going to say he's a professional on LinkedIn. Professional LinkedIn? You're saying he is not a pro 40K player, like at all. I'm saying that Vic VJ has a very good job. Okay. So this, by the way, you guys are both at zero. So Val, if you get this right, this puts you in the lead. Yep. You're saying Vic VJ is a professional I found on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Dicky, give us the answer. No, he's a pro 40k player. He's a host of Fireside Chat and a UK what superstar. Is, is, is he doing coaching services? We, I said professional very loosely right here. Someone <laughs> oh, who has come a podcast on, man. show. Oh, okay. I, I listened to the last podcast. He seemed very professional in knocking down 10th edition every aspect of it. 
So, Actually, yeah. he he let he let his he let his his co-host get his hands dirty, yeah. uh, like a true professional, and then <laughs> and then and then cleaned it up after. Uh, but all right, okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, John. Interesting. I see, how this, only I see chosen... how this game is. I see how this game works. So far, you I have know. not taken the opportunity to just find someone else named Vic VJ. I mean, that's <laughs> like, what I was expecting this entire I, I, time. Basically, so. I've been expecting the gag to be worry, that these are all people guest. we know. Yeah, yeah. Your next <laughs> guest will be like Nick Nanavati, but it'll be, you know, Nick Nanavati who lives in the Las Bologna, Vegas or something. A baloney salesman yeah. from Newfoundland. Yeah. You're exactly. both, after two guesses each, the score is 0-0. Zero, yeah. zero. No points. <laughs> or, <laughs> Danny, your next name. And right. again, the goal is you tell me if it's a 40k personality. You want to make it simpler ah, here. Just moving those goalposts. LinkedIn, Ennis Wilson. <laughs> he doesn't have a job. Yeah, because I definitely wouldn't say professional. Um, <laughs> personality? If it's the guy I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, LinkedIn professional job. I'm just going to keep this train rolling. I'm going to double down. I'm putting all the chips in. Like, that's it. Wow. Yeah, definitely. So, this will win. This could possibly win you the game if yeah. you got this one right. I know. You know, you want to John, say, look. Yeah. Okay. Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me a further third time. <laughs> Friendship <shame> over. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're done. You're not gonna you're not gonna fool me again. It's fair. Yeah. As yeah. a as a very wise former president once said. Okay. You have Ennis <laughs> Wilson not being a 40k personality, but instead yeah. being some random mm-hmm. I found on LinkedIn. Apparently a yes. bus driver. Okay. Also cheating. <laughs> uh, Dicky, the answer is. Oh, he's a forty k oh, personality. Yeah. Come on, son now. of a bitch. Hey, actually, it, it, we're in a team Canada jersey. Yeah, team Canada. And he's coach. He's got a coaching service uh, now too. Yeah, he yeah. does. Wow, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Does he Good just tell him. you that you're shit? Yeah. That's yeah. Just, I feel like that's what uh, it is. Wilson's coaching service is. Oh, come on, man. That's like, crap. He looks at the table that you're playing on and he tells you that the terrain is garbage. <laughs> I think that's kind of emotional. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have one more left. And Val, this uh-huh. could win you the whole game. I got it. This could win you all of our YouTube ad revenue for the next month. Woo! All 37 stakes Canadian of it. The stakes are being raised moment to moment. Okay. Can we get a dramatic lighting shift at least? Someone, <laughs> yeah. Can you get this in yellow, like or red or orange? <laughs> so all we have, all we have budget for is that uh, background music. Yeah, yeah. Gonna get like way more super chats before I change colors for the last question. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Peter Colisimo. Uh huh. Is that a 40k personality or someone I found in LinkedIn? Um. Say the name again. I say it wrong every night again. <laughs> you said the name Peter the Falcon. Uh, no, Peter, no, 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 Peter, Peter, Col- Peter Colosimo, Colosimo. Colosimo. was was someone that you found on Cameo to who to who worked at a pizza place. And, uh, no, that uh, was actually um, someone else. He was an Italian themed pizza wrestler. Um, yeah, that's Peter Colosimo. He you found him on LinkedIn. <laughs> He's a LinkedIn professional. He's a pizza wrestling professional on LinkedIn. 
So no relation at all to your longtime co-host and collaborator. Um, and now Goon uh, and, and 40kstats.com guru, Peter the Falcon. You think it's just a random professional I found on LinkedIn. Well, that other person you mentioned is a bird. Uh, so they're not going to be on LinkedIn. <laughs> so that's impossible. Yeah. Impossible. <laughs> Dicky. Yep. Zero of the answer. Yeah, no, it's not. He's a 40k personality. Yep. It even has a bird on the statue there. Yeah. You know, yeah. if that guy changed um, his facial facial hair, uh, it wouldn't be such a tough crowd, I don't think. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, zero, zero to all of you. Not <laughs> you a guys, single one sucked. right. Damn. Yeah. You guys all, you all went the LinkedIn route. Uh, why was that? Can I just uh, ask real quick? Well, I was just waiting for the bit to reveal itself. Uh, yeah, and really. it never it never really materialized. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're not wrong there. No, yeah, you, you kind of ruined the entire. Yeah, you bit, literally okay. ruined it all. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure we Wait made the bit. Wait I'm pretty sure we made the bit. Yeah, I think we really <laughs> sold this. Like, and not a soft sell or a no sell. This was a hard sell, John. And we still did it. Yeah, let's go back up to the Brad Chester slide here, real yeah. quick, Dickie. We'll do it. We'll do a thing here. He is a beautiful uh, unicorn. So yeah. beautiful unicorn. Nice. So we're like, say. Maybe you guessed, hey, I think Brad Chester is a 40K personality, right? That's mm -hmm. a fair guess. Then I would just have Dickie do this. Ah. Just <laughs> oh. <See? laughs> but we could never get one right. Yeah, so, yeah you would never win. <sighs> but you could. Yeah, all right. I mean. All right. So I had guessed the bit, but you guys you didn't roll. Yeah, but you yeah. guys didn't roll with what we were giving you. That's right. It's yes and, guys. It's yes and. All right. No. I don't, I don't we'll do think some. So. We'll do some improv games after the show. Oh, do we have? To There's Vic VJ, data infrastructure <laughs> and analytics. That actually is Vic VJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, amazing. So, well, guys, we have a tiebreaker segment that we want to run now uh, because you both lost. Yeah, give us the Peter. What? Give us the LinkedIn Peter Claus. <laughs> Look at that guy. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Nova Entertainment. Damn. That's the best part for me is because it was Nova related. Dancing bears for sure in that one in yeah. that portfolio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> guys for a tiebreaker we're gonna go back to our favorite tiebreaker uh and let's go pull up our second new bumper uh well, please don't talk you can't hear it yet but they can uh, i worked a very short amount of time on this uh, guys it's time for falcon fiction now there's a set there of oh, flight into oh. the depths of imagination, shining bright. Do you know what kind of Falcon that is, John? Welcome to Falcon Fiction, yeah. Tales yeah. Untold, where Warhammer That's the kind of Falcon that we sponsored for Pete. With every turn yeah. of the page, a new saga begins. Buckle right up, now. hold on tight, let <laughs> the adventure begin. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Falcon fiction to settle all competitions now. It's our tiebreaker. Uh, welcome back to Falcon fiction. As you know, we trained a voice AI to read our favorite fan fiction in the beautiful tones of Peter the Falcon. And this week, it's a doozy. Uh, sadly, all the stuff I found that already existed was either too incomprehensible or too foul to be read on YouTube. Uh, so we went to the only source we knew about uh, this guy here. Maybe. Yeah, Enhanced. Nope. nope, up one. Chat GPT. Oh. Chat GPT. We had Chat GPT yeah. write a summary of a new 40k TV show. Uh, and pay attention. There will be a question at the end. 
And whoever gets it right wins the entire game, an entire month of YouTube income. Ooh, wow. Okay. Okay. Danny, are you ready? No, but you know what, John? I'm going to give it my all. Uh, I came here to play the game, and I came here to crush Val into the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Val, are you ready to either win or be crushed into the dirt by Danny? I'm as ready as any LinkedIn professional has ever been. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Let me pick the right Falcon Fiction this time. Let's go. In a wildly unexpected fusion of universes, the grim adventures of the Golden Girls brings together the dark, <laughs> war-torn future of Warhammer 40,000 and the golden years of the lovable ladies from Miami, the Golden Girls. As a warp anomaly rips through the fabric of reality, the Imperial Inquisition finds themselves transported to a quaint retirement community where Blanche, Dorothy, Rose, and Sophia reside. The hardened Inquisitor Eisenhorn, accompanied by his retinue, is bewildered by the sudden change, but soon realizes that chaos has followed them into this unlikely setting. While enjoying their afternoon tea, the Golden Girls quickly discover the grimness lurking beneath the surface of their peaceful neighborhood. Xenos creatures from distant planets and cultists of chaos start to appear, threatening the safety of their beloved community. Unwilling to sit idly by, the Golden Girls band together with Eisenhorn's forces to defend their home and fight back against the encroaching darkness. As the mismatched group battles enemies, they learn to appreciate each other's unique qualities. Dorothy's sharp wit complements Eisenhorn's strategic brilliance. Blanche's confidence brings a touch of charm to the grimness. Rose's innocence provides unexpected insights, and Sophia's wisdom keeps them grounded in reality. The Grim Adventures of the Golden Girls explores the clash of personalities as the Golden Girls' comedic banter provides moments of levity amidst the unrelenting grimness of the Warhammer 40,000 universe. Together, they confront their own mortality and redefine what it means to be heroes, reminding each other that even in the darkest of times, friendship and laughter can prevail. As the battle reaches its climax, the Golden Girls and Eisenhorn's forces emerge victorious, bringing an end to the chaos that threatened their world. And while they may return to their respective lives, the bond formed between these unlikely heroes will forever be cherished, a testament to the enduring power of friendship, no matter how grim the circumstances may be. Amazing. Some True. some quality uh, Falcon fiction right there. Uh, uh, that was actually the Falcon, wasn't it? Yeah. God damn it. Lastly, it took a week for you to notice that I switched out the AI for actual Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> That was very good. That was very good. I gave him a choice of three to read, and he uh, asked me to two of They were all Golden Girls themed, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, they weren't, but we're saving some for the future. Um, I'm going to ask a weird question. Danny, uh, Val, do you have have a pen or some way to write something down, just for ultimate fairness? Yeah, okay. Should I do it on the whiteboard? No, I'll just pay a paper. Nah, it's fine. What am I going to write it on, though, John? That's the question. Who has paper? Yeah. I still have my $69 bid from last week. Beautiful. Put, put it on. I have the small card that I'm going to write. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. That's how it works. So okay. I hope you guys paid attention to that last clip of fiction because I have a very serious question for you guys here. Okay. Let's pull up the next slide, Dickie, so they know how serious it is. If I was to field an army of 46 Chaos Serastus Knight Lancers and three units of five Necron Immortals, how many points over 2,000 will I be? Your 30 seconds starts now. Let me just... Uh... Oh. Wow. That came in real hot. Yeah, it was really loud initially. That peak was pretty quiet with his levels. 
I need to write it down. Sorry, I'm writing it down. I'm locked in. All right, you guys locked in? You're good to go? Uh, no, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I got it. Just let me write it down real quick. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. So in chat, Sam Lyman coming in saying it's 420.69 points. Uh, I don't think that's how Sam. much it is. Oh, 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 wow. Elon Musk is in chat. Good joke. Yeah, yeah. What, what did, did you write? 420.69? I did. Yeah. I went okay. with... Uh, I went with the uh, <laughs> outline that of clearly wins this. That's amazing. Oh, thank you, Sean Connery. <laughs> right answer. Uh, I guess the closest without going over, we'll go over prices, right? Rules. If I have to choose between a drawing of a hand or 420.69, uh, the closest to 16,840, which is the answer, uh, would be Danny. Danny, you win this month's ad revenue. Hell yeah, dude. Don't spend it all in one place. I'm going to use a put a down payment on a new house <laughs> in Detroit, maybe a vacation home. Yeah, in Detroit. I do have to boil my water there, Val. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on. That's Flint. That's Flint. Let's be kinder to the people of Detroit. Oh, as always, we here at Grim After Dark comb the internet looking for the highest highs and the lowest lows in the weird world of Warhammer. And this week is, as always, has been a doozy. We're beginning unsere Nachrichten diese Woche in Deutschland. With this next slide. Uh, Danny Val, German TO, uh, German TO has taken time to heavily FAQ the edition before it was even released. Home shift. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, we can still fit some dick jokes in here. Uh, it was a massive FAQ with some of the feedback being that it was trying to make it more like ninth and not kind of respecting the uniqueness of 10th as an edition. Uh, Danny, what's, what's your take on this? Cause it was a massive FAQ. Um, John, uh, I have to say, uh, this is a massive hit and a miss. Um, this isn't the way that we get stuff done. We need parody and we need people playing all playing the same game to show things that are bad. So if you're not doing that, like, I mean, yeah, would this make the game maybe more fun? Maybe, but like, what's the point of that? It's just basically making it ninth edition and that sucks. I'm now trying to think of the German for make ninth, tenth, ninth again. <laughs> make tenth, ninth again. <laughs> uh, how does that uh, even go on? on yeah, I mean, you skipped the edition, uh, but do you feel like a lot of like a lot of the changes they made for this year, uh, where they 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 quote unquote fixed towering? Um, they're limited what wraith knights were able to do. Really, anything that really jumped out of the gate as being super broken uh, was unquote fixed by them and they did use the terms like ninth a lot as uh, someone who's, who's filmed a lot of 40k streamed a lot played a lot uh what's yeah. your take on big community faqs nowadays yeah well first of all i want to shout out the real pieces of shit in the community who uh who made a lot of like nazi allegories uh to the impingement of freedom and free speech uh represented yeah. by these tos and they can go fuck themselves oh yeah i, saw that. Uh, your piece I, I think uh i think that the uh the community outrage to a group of TOs doing what they think is right for their own local community uh, is bullshit. And uh, quite frankly, whether or not these are the right changes to be made or whether or not in the fullness of time, we'll find that GW might tack towards some of these, these very changes. I don't, I don't care what they, what they're doing to run an events in, in Germany. The people who are going to these events are the ones who decide whether or not it's rules they want to play under. Could you we imagine? have, we have, we have in this community, we have different, Packs that govern how terrain operates, 
people make changes to how mission packs operate. Why not be able to yeah. you can FAQ your own okay. event if you want. But that's well, like, okay, Val, uh, to, just to counter your point there a little bit, I think that like making it like one or two changes to terrain are significantly more than the 10 bullet points or so that are on this list. Like, like, and these are significant, completely game altering changes to like, so it's fine if they want to do what they want to do for their own area. But I also don't want any decisions to be made based on data that comes from this kind of mm -hmm. the, the, so this like, kind of play. Germany so. got shredded for the reaction to to Germany. By the way, I mean, I'm 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 two or three years out of date, but like going back even into the seventh edition era, they have a very defined 40k community. They've got mm -hmm. a lot of mm -hmm. WTC slash ETC championships. Um, they had an a, an analogous circuit to the ITC for 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 Germany itself. I don't know if it still exists. Um, you know, they they are a mature 40k uh, culture, right? So, mm -hmm. like, if if they determine that you know these are not they, they they don't feel like these are fun or competitive rule set that's been presented by GW, that's not, that's their decision to make. It's up to the players to go. Oh, these yeah. are probably not the only events available to play in Germany. Germany, I would assume. Also, um, I believe. Yeah. Could you imagine Danny going to a tournament and someone being like, "Hey, guys, the guys in Germany." They're doing things different now, and I'd be like, okay. But like, I mean, well, okay. But John, you didn't have to live through that because that's a reality for people who played a lot of Eighth Edition Fantasy, mm -hmm. because the Swedish comp system was pervasive through many countries, and many countries and tournaments use that stuff. So, the fact that just because German Germany posted this, but I mean, you and for example, you could say the same thing about Seventh Edition Forty K when the yeah. ICC FAQ came out, and numerous other countries adopted mm -hmm. that. So, I mean, that would be kind of the same thing. <laughs> Like, look what these guys in America, look what these idiots in America are doing. We're going to copy it, too, and being like, what the fuck are these guys? What, I mean, what, what do these yeah. guys get to make the rules? But, well, I would so, like to point out that there was a very important organization that copied the ITC FAQ called Games Workshop for 7th edition. Uh, yeah. Almost almost to the letter. Um, and I think... Eventually. <laughs> yeah, towards the end, they had... Remember, remember the draft FAQ they released? <laughs> just, and I don't even know if they ever circled back to it. But the, um, the uh, I guess, I don't know. I, I feel like I believe that an independent community is the only check because we're not going to stop buying. We're not going to no, stop. Sure. Like, we're not going to stop giving them money. So like if, 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 if having, um, if having a, uh, a community that's playing from the, you know, singing from the same hymn book is important to Games Workshop, then they need to do what they've done in the past, which is to create a rule set that is agreeable. Like look at ninth in ninth edition the 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 mission like in eighth edition we did not play GW missions period full stop anywhere they played ver true. a variety of different mission packs GW came out with something that was very agreeable to the community and I by the way think that the tenth edition missions are also agreeable by and large to the community um, you know like maybe maybe they don't scratch the edge of the top as tibiest here but by and large I think that the reception has been positive um, yeah you know but it, all it takes is for GW to be competent and this goes away. I, this will just go away. So, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I put this on. I you know I, I think this is a symptom of a real botched initial launch, and we'll get we'll get the kinks out. I'm sure of it in the next three to six months. But I I and then in the meantime, why play a broken game if you don't have to? Yeah, and no, and that's to a good just, point. Just to agree with Val, the, the person who posted a response to this by using Nazi analogies, uh, you're just a piece of shit, man. Uh, I really hope you stop playing. Uh, <laughs> hey, a little less serious now. Uh, I just want to get that out of the way. Uh, is a user in the always positive group, 40 gay death guard players, uh, made this statement 
honestly, I wish Warhammer had the sisters of Nurgle. Um, <laughs> guys, what are they? Is that some kind of weird fantasy thing that I don't know about? No. No? This is just some horny death card player, I that's think. That's a horny that, death card player. That is, <laughs> that is trying to get a, like, bubelious, postule-laden, titty, resin, 3D printers. All that's open for. I love is it, it when they pop right in my face. face. <laughs> oh, carbuncle. Um, uh, so how do you guys see uh sisters of nurgle playing on the tabletop if it were a faction and not just someone's jerking material (laughs) probably better than death guard (laughs) that's low that's very accurate and hurtful uh but low um yeah, I would imagine they uh, probably have some kind of uh, faith dice, like some infection dice kind of uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can start subbing out your opponent's dice rolls with your dice rolls. Oh, God, I would uh, love that. That sounds that like a really fun mechanic. So yeah, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> Did you imagine I made that charge? No, you didn't. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a couple of twos. <laughs> uh, you know, this is an interesting point, though. Why, like, we, we have, like... Um, some some interesting representation in in the slanesh column uh, of the female form. Word. But I mean, is there are there examples of like non slanesh uh, you know, females in in chaos? In a recent book, in fantasy, Valkia. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking about. Like uh, sisters of battle fell. To, She's corn, right? Nurgle, or corn, yeah, corn yeah. in the latest that one. Yeah. I don't know. I've, been, I've been following. I feel like AOS might have a few like whirling dervish type like cornate models that are maybe female. I think some of the Zinch cultists are females too. Um, yeah. Why not? Why not Nurgle ladies? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Get down in that garden. Um, I'm sure what? it's a it's a probably a very uh, favorable way to to give Nurgle's blessings. Yeah, that's true. Gross. Uh, what is Danny? Just uh, get some antibiotics. As the, the the game playing guru, uh, what is the Nurgle design uh, design aesthetic gameplay wise? What do you think they're going for creating Nurgle or Death Guard as an army? Like currently, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say that they're a slow but tough plotting force um, that has uh, they have good reliability on their weapons because basically everything is lethal hits, which is pretty cool. And they have some interesting ways to influence Battleshock. I think that's kind of cool, too. Mm-hmm. I say just play them as counts as Necrons. So that's the plan. It's <laughs> probably these are Necrons who haven't lost their cancerous bodies yet. I also um, don't think they're nearly as bad as everyone's saying that they are. I think they're probably pretty okay. I'm just repeating things I've heard in other places. I have no <laughs> idea. I, I couldn't tell you one thing Death Guard actually do. So I'm, I, am, I am what they call a, uh, a charlatan. It's fair. Um, Agreed. <laughs> there was, however, worse to be found in that group. Forty mm. k Death Guard players coming in strong with content this week for us. Oh, um, as uh, this user posed the following question: um, Has anyone, and I want to read this here, <laughs> oh, has God. anyone here used dried mealworms as a basing material? I have a story about this. I wasn't sure how they held up after some time. Also, are there other dried grubs that are smaller that could be used? Um, <laughs> Jeez. I got like an always sunny quote in my head now. Like, Danny, you bitch, have you thought of the smell? 
<laughs> I mean, it's a step up from the Cheetos basin. Yeah, the, the, uh, the Doritos basing. But yeah. I had a fantasy uh, Nerd army and I, uh, I ended up gluing, like mixing in some, some strands of, or uh, grains of rice in with my basing material. Oh, when I glued stuff on uh, and then I painted them up as like maggots or like grubs like this. And it came out really cool. That well, that is cool. really cool. It's actually. also not uh, corpses of bugs. Um, True. Look, How guys. would you guys react if you played someone who used a uh, dead mealworm as basic? They lacquered. Yeah, you'd have to. You would hope so. Yeah. So, are you painting them, or are you just gluing them on and just letting letting whatever hour they look right? I hope you're painting them. That's like. I think clear. he's trying to get a cheap way of basing uh, without having to paint. So yeah, let's just assume uh, wood glue, unpainted, unlacquered. <laughs> uh. Well, my pet lizard uh, would have a real hard time uh, just showing restraint, of course. Um, Do you have a pet lizard, though? No, just a dinosaur. His name is Talking about his penis. (laughs) (laughs) Falls into what we like to call alternate protein uh, in this case. uh, (laughs) Hey, look, what they did with the Impossible Burger was amazing, and you got to know that insect proteins will will be a delicious beef patty at some point in our near future. (laughs) Uh, and if you haven't had uh, crickets, I, th- I think they're excellent, especially yeah, when they're seasoned really correctly. Good. Apparently, actually, we'll really a good, base, sustainable uh, uh, source yeah. of protein for us. Uh, uh, Chad uh, coming in strong here saying, God, the Doritos basing probably smells really bad at this point. I would argue with the amount of preservatives that those chips are covered in. I would yeah, doubt it. Probably great. They're good to eat, uh, I'm sure. So I'm pretty sure his dog ate the bases. <laughs> so I think they're dog shit. <laughs> Which he then um, turned into Nurgle bases. So perfect. Then, yeah, perfect. The circle of life. The circle of life. <laughs> Jack Quan coming in saying, I bought some used armagers and there were chicken wing bones on the bases. Oh, wow. wow. Come on. Come uh, so Danny, you've I used hope rice. I hope that's a half retail or less purchase. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Danny, you've you've used rice on bases. Val, have you had any unusual uh, basing uh, tools or th- uh, things you've used on bases? No, I just buy my way out of problems, man. I just I just get I just get products and sprinkle it on. That's What's what your guys' go to? I've used uh, tea for basing material, like a tea uh, packet that I cut open. Yeah, yeah, it cool. makes cool flock. Yeah, and it smells really good. Yeah, I bet actually. Uh. Um, what's your go-to basing scheme? Both of you guys. I'm a sucker for the the like the pre pre mixed goop that uh, the GW does. So I'll yeah. usually just put that down and dry brush something, and boom, that's it. I use and I print a lot of resin bases. I, pr- I, pr- oh, I print a lot cool. of resin bases too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Any your go to? So it's changed over the years, uh, and I would like associate different armies with different basing schemes. And I'm probably going to rebase most of my stuff. I really. I've really been liking painting the Martian bases and I use the GW goop, but I have a couple of different steps and like the quality of them has been really high. They look really nice. So I think I'm probably going to rebase most of my armies like that. Hmm. Nice. Um, and uh, Chad, as always is helpfully pointing out that there are much cheaper hobby options from people like Vallejo or AK or yep. whatever MIG AK is. That's and, a lot uh, of great stuff. To be and fair, I, if we were to buy those, then no one could accuse us of being GW shills. Um, yeah, no, so, that's my problem. Right, uh, we got yeah. an image to upkeep. Folks, yeah, so. and you can buy all your gaming supplies at FriendlyGaming.org like that uh, texture Ooh. paint uh, using our affiliate link uh, mm-hmm. that you can probably find somewhere. I keep forgetting somewhere. to put it in notes. 
Maybe at GrimAfterDark.com. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you put knows. that in there yet? Yeah, experiment a little. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go crazy. Yeah. It's only a $40 model. Um, That's what John's mom always says. Yeah. Hey, you, got, you know when you're, you're when you're hitting eighty, then that's that's when that should happen. True, uh, true. Get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, <laughs> competitive players and especially competitive chaos players are going to bend the rules to maximize their advantage. Yep. But this chaos knight player bent more than just the rules, Uh-oh. as he right here posed his forge world knight in a submissive <laughs> yet breedable position. <laughs> well. What is the worst example of modeling to <laughs> <laughs> uh, the immediate thing? Just readable. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I wasn't going to laugh until I looked up and saw Danny. God damn. Uh, the most Sorry. immediate thing that springs to mind is in seventh edition, the Revenant Titan could be taken in certain formats. And often it was uh, uh, posed, uh, taking a knee, so he was half as tall. <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah, <laughs> he was a real piece of shit. That moment. Uh, there was a a long period of time, unfortunately, where people had to really crack down on modeling for advantage because people would put their wraith lords down, like kneeling and that kind of stuff. Like I saw a wraith so lord they could hide it behind knees. other units. Oh, What's that? I saw a wraith lord like hugging his knees. Like literally like, yeah, crouching down, yeah, <laughs> arms around. <laughs> and then they would tell you like a five minute backstory about why oh, he's crouching oh, down. I got out of here. Like, don't just to justify it, right? Yeah. Also, also, this Titan has like some severe hip dysplasia. Uh, I don't think they're even <laughs> like this. <laughs> like that's the fro- that's frog's pose. In the warp. It's like uh... just taking a nap. Um, he's just taking a nap, guys. Just one yeah. little nap. Like a little, yeah, little bulldog true. hanging out by an AC vent. Yeah. He does <laughs> look exactly like that, yeah. <laughs> Sam Lem, Jack, and he heard about someone who reposed all of their guard bottles to be in a prone sniping position. Oh. Uh, Danny, Danny, we had a guy locally who had an all-grot oh, army. Where he replaced Jesus all of Christ, his, uh, everything, every grot was accounted as a work, but he didn't really and, do anything to make them taller. Yeah, and he also used <laughs> only the old trucks. Yeah, only oh, old trucks. Oh, my goodness. Like, the yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like two it's like a double tall. whammy. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh. Uh, and I guess you could put the Wraith Knight on large tactical rocks. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. If anything required a tactical rock, it's a Wraith Knight so you could see more of the board. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, have you guys a, have you guys uh, ever modeled for advantage? I modeled for disadvantage. Um, I've been claimed to have modeled for advantage, but really it's like pretty neutral. If you put stuff that doesn't normally go on bases on bases, some people don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like I played with bikers on 60 millimeter bases for a long time. Uh, and it looked really cool. Um, but some people uh, were like really bent out of shape about it. I, I, don't, I don't really understand why I thought that was kind of a stupid complaint. Cause you win a lot up here and people trying to find oh, any reason well, to complain no, about no, it. The closest he only wins cause he has a tactical rock in his base. Fuck off. No, he doesn't. <laughs> the the closest thing that I've ever done that like skirted the rules was when I refused to base Storm Boys on 25 millimeter and put them on 32 millimeter bases because they're all really tall and like so top heavy. Oh yeah. Um and yeah. they're ma- and they look awesome on 32s. And I was like, I just yeah, I'm not they do. I'm just and in not Canada you guys turned all your money plastic, so you couldn't even weigh down the bases to keep them upright. <laughs> We actually have a proud tradition of coinage in this country, as you should know. Uh, you know, the two dollar coin is really beautiful. It's a Tony, man. It's a bimetal, yeah. bimetal, bud. 
I, you know, doesn't the orc range look like a billion times better on 32s? Like it just looks yeah. so much better. Yeah. Everything looks better on new, on the bigger bases, period. Like I that. Agree. It's funny, actually, from the fantasy side of things, like the, the larger, I was waiting for like the base apocalypse to come because yeah. of the, the fact that they're raising everyone the minimum base size. But for the most mm-hmm. part, like everyone is kind of like, oh, that's way better. You know, like they, yeah. like it's, it's, uh, it is. Clearly, a nicer thing to not have everyone crammed together on tiny bases. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. they I'm look good. About it. Awesome, Danny uh, and and Val and, and Dicky thrown here too. I'm still struggling with list building in tenth and, and our detachment detachmentless world. Um, but this guy, I feel in the Blood Angels forum, has mastered it. So, Danny, Val, if you could give us a little tactical review here of this two thousand point list he created. Uh, we have three Space Marine Captains, three Phobos <laughs> Captains, three Gravis Captains, three Terminator Captains, three Primaris Captains, three Captains on bikes, three Captains in jetpacks, uh, with jump packs and Memphiston. A perfectly legal 2,000-point list. Uh, thoughts on this list, Danny? Really, MSU? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it, I think it's prob- I think it probably sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably very good. Um, but I don't know. I, I haven't played against it. And, you know, uh, ninth is still really new. This could be a thing, I guess. These guys all have a lot of wounds and they all have invul saves. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. How, <laughs> how would how would you win with this list file? What you doing? Uh, <laughs> how, uh, hiding, 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 I guess. I don't, I don't know. This does remind me a lot of when I, uh, my first eighth edition tournament where I was like, uh, like I was like really psyched about this like real like nice towel thing I was doing with like marker lights and shit and like their their seeker missiles whatever they whatever they were called mm-hmm. and then yeah, like, that's right and like in that event uh like you could only target I believe you could only target characters you could only target characters if they were the closest model I think in the original launch of eighth edition so and I ran into like the first guy that was like oh I'm just gonna spam characters so there was just like it's <laughs> <laughs> just like one uh Calexis assassin at the front of his army that was the only thing right. I could target with my like all of my seeker missiles. He just was just like, ah, good game, sir. I was just completely, <laughs> like just completely, completely stymied by this guy. Uh so it reminds also this immediately makes me sad because I have always harbored a secret uh, desire to make uh, an X-Men army of just the assassins. Mm. And and you just because of the way they set up the rules, you you absolutely can't do that. But it also makes me relieved that i never did do it because along with the 45 storm boys that i put into a box in my uh in, in my storage shed that i can never play again uh because they dropped the Aww. unit size from 20 to 10 um you know i would also have a lot of assassins yes uh, all right guys we're gonna skip uh the rest of the slideshow we're good to the next last week and we're, we're gonna go wrap things up a little bit with lister questions we're going Far too long again, new formatting and stuff. So mm-hmm, uh, I didn't mm-hmm. actually pay attention as I should. Uh, our first uh, listener question here comes from Mark, who asks, Are you guys having more fun with Shatterpoint or 10th? Uh, I would say 10th because I haven't played Shatterpoint yet. Danny? Yeah, me too. I really want to play Shatterpoint. I still need to build my stuff, John, and we need to play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and John, what is your favorite? I think you should leave Skip from season three. It changes constantly, Mark. Uh, right now, driving crooner is high up there. Um, uh, it's yeah, uh, it's it's quite fantastic. Hmm. Um, our next question here uh, comes from Paul Winters. Uh, Danny, what is your favorite tenth edition bad take? 
Oh my God. There are so many to choose from. Um, There's a lot. I mean, I could talk about this for like an hour. Yeah. Uh, If you could keep it to like 30 seconds though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, Oh, here's one. Uh, The one that I really thought was terrible is that Battleshock was completely worthless. Hey, Uh, my big squig definitely disagrees. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Awesome. My, uh, my, my, uh, actually I was listening to, uh, to a, uh, I don't know. Is it a sister podcast now? I don't even know, but, uh, um, well, I'm fellow, fellow FLG affiliates. Uh, I don't even know if it is anyway. It's, uh, it's the one with wire Mueller's on it. Um, uh, it's the, it's the judges, it's the judges show. Anyone yeah. remember? Why am I oh. blanking on this? Dickie, help me. Uh, um, why? The why? Adam is on. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Solus. How am I not remember chat? Yeah. How? My brain is a piece of shit. Wow. Oh, and TNG it, Radio. Yes. Yeah. Uh, TFG Radio. TFG. Yeah, TFG. Thank you, guys. TNG is their side fucking hustle. Fucking game yeah. radio. Oh, thank you. Uh, TFG Radio, uh, basically talking about how uh, the, the game is very complex, and it's just not possible to uh, to get all the rules right uh, out of the gate. So mm-hmm. we just feel bad for, yeah. for GW. They'll, they'll get it straightened yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Awesome. And then last one here, uh, and it's going to be, is not a slide for it because it came in very late, but I loved it so much because it was a genuine question, which is new for us. Now this one here, this is just some prick who called me and Danny fat uh, through a comment <laughs> on an old video we made. Um, but this one here uh, came I mean, in again from Mark. true and hurtful, but I mean, like, it's true. And I'm like, but, I mean, but here's the here's I also the love thing. that the Terminator take short continues to get indignant <laughs> comments. Like it, oh it lives God. forever. People get so mad about that Terminator. People are still commenting on that Terminator take. Uh, it's fantastic. Guys, I just want to also want to point out, if you try and hurt Danny or I emotionally, you literally can. Like, there's, there's, <laughs> it's impossible. It's literally a void where my feelings are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mark says, as I'm chuckling at Danny's, that's what she said in response to here's your first box. Uh, what is your guys' <laughs> personal favorite joke from Grim After Dark? Uh, and follow up, what is the one joke you loved that just didn't hit? Oh, so we'll, we'll go through everyone with us here. Uh, feel free to shout out whenever. Let's just do a mass crowd. Uh, uh, my favorite joke mm-hmm. um, was uh, actually happened fairly recently. Um, it was the president joke. I was really, really proud of that, that that was just like off the cuff. I felt yeah. I felt very, <laughs> very powerful. Yeah. Was really good. And, no, and the joke landed great. Yeah. Uh, the the one that didn't land good uh, that I really liked uh, was uh, probably calling the guy from Blood from the Blood God bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one just didn't go as well as I thought it would. I thought you could have foreseen that. that. He sure yeah, didn't. Who could have possibly foreseen that or told you not to do that beforehand? <laughs> no. No one. Certainly not this guy. Maybe they should have. It seems really irresponsible of you not to do that, John. To be honest, literally did. You can't be contained. Um, Dickie Val, what about you guys? I got infinite. I got to go with. I don't know if it was a joke, but it was an early episode in which Nick Nanivati appeared and just smoked himself (laughs) off the planet. (laughs) Wasn't that when your computer updated halfway through streaming and it all shut down? I don't, we left I, him unattended for twenty minutes. Yeah, he was. Yeah, we had to come back in, and when we came, when we came back in, he was an alien, and it was. <laughs> 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 we talked about. We talked about. Remember, we were, we asked him, like, "Hey, have you thought about like cutting the team in half and like having them play yeah. against each other?" He's like, "Yeah, but like, what half of Richard Siegler goes on Mark Perry's body?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, uh, Dickie. Yeah. 
What you got? Uh, I think it was the short where we made fun of frontline gaming terrain. That like I really loved that joke, <laughs> and it just didn't it just didn't play. And I was like, man, that was so good. But that was it was a really good. Well, so that was my, a great joke. That was when we were still kind of like officially an FLGM podcast, yeah. and I just like ripped on terrain placement oh. of their tournaments. Oh, I got that. And got me a phone call. That got me a phone call. That <laughs> I got you a phone call. Sorry yeah, I got a phone call off of that one. Uh, <laughs> so one of the rare. The only times I ever got I ever got calls was when was was when people's feelings were hurt because oh. those guys those, they they do work very hard. There. They do work very and, hard. And uh, uh, and so uh, and so when when that when that hustle is ever called into question, uh, the big the big dog is is looking out for his people. So I was I appreciated the concern. I would <laughs> like to, to say my my favorite. <laughs> Fail bit. I'm pretty sure it was on this show when I called out Greg, uh, the Dark Angels player from Goonhammer, for being the worst goon, for being the the worst Dark Angel player. Oh. Do you guys remember that? No. Was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I went. I, I went pretty deep. I pulled up the ITC. I feel like I pulled up the ITC yeah. rankings. Oh, yeah, you it went deep. Show that he was like the worst grade, right? Yeah. He was the worst grade. Yeah, yeah. It, was worst grade. it was really good. But I, was, meanwhile, some some I mean, some Greg somewhere is just going about his life and like there's just some guy calling him out for being the worst Greg. So that wasn't that wasn't great. Basically, when we're mean to real people, yeah, who don't never, do, who don't lives. deserve, you got to no. punch up in this business no, of I being a partner it, on YouTube. You can't punch down. I yeah, think that's what we have to learn. When when uh, Danny told Mikey Herbert uh, for Hellstorm that he had <laughs> shitty opinions and a shitty <laughs> FAQ, and then we had him on the both, next week. And we both forgot about it and it had him on the next week. No, it was like months later. later. In fact, I had totally yeah. forgotten I the totally fact that. <laughs> and he um, came out on fire, too. Yeah, dude, that yeah, was really it good. was good. It was good. Uh, my favorite would still be uh, when I paid out of my own pocket to have uh, Luigi, yeah. an Italian pizza chef-themed independent wrestler, uh, <laughs> to do a cameo. Um, asking Reese to in, have a commentary team at LVO of <laughs> Peter the Falcon, Camilleri, and uh, Rob the Honest Wargamer. Yeah. And, um, and, Re- and Reese. Uh, no, no, that wasn't part of it because my favorite part of that was Val getting the phone call, which apparently you get a few phone calls from the show back in the day of, <laughs> yeah, what do you need me to do? I'll do whatever you need. I'm like, no, just, uh, no. <laughs> The fact that that the yeah the fact that that joke did not land at all, and that Reese actually thought that the pizza man was asking him to be on <laughs> to be on the stream was an extra meta bit of excellent humor. Fantastic! Yeah, oh, that, was, that was good. That's my favorite thing. That was uh, worth every penny of the forty-five dollars I spent on it. <laughs> well, it's because he messed up the message and said, "Reese, you have to help out." And I'm like, "Fuck, that's the wrong message." That's okay. We're going. We're good with it. We're good with it. Uh, also, okay. I, yeah. I have no. one more, but yeah, what, yeah, this is more uh, a bit that got away from us, which is, yeah. I think, one of the foundational bits of this show. Maybe it yeah. was something that, that, that you thought of, John, uh, in, in our pre-production era, mm-hmm. uh, which was getting Gilbert Gottfried to read uh, oh, yeah. uh, the, I know. For the opening paragraph of the Horus Heresy. On cameo, and then unfortunately he did pass. Yeah. So I, was, I feel uh, like I feel like that is that's just really too bad. We were quoted yeah. as I think around five hundred dollars for him to do that because it was technically a commercial endeavor, and that's kind of what put us off. But in hindsight, uh, it probably would have been a really good thing to do. And in yeah, five hundred sure. years, we'll have made five hundred dollars, and by then they'll be able to bring him back from life, back back from dead. Uh, so <laughs> we can do that. Uh, Chad's in here saying the show needs more Taylor. 
Um, yeah. I'm here to let you know, guys. Uh, Val and I have talked about this. Uh, literally, the Taylor show is tank, yeah, and talk, we have no idea another, why. Another bit that tanks. Yeah. Wow. Those... Bit, uh, and we're really sad about that because we yeah, love Pop and Taylor on. We love his crazy love energy. So but yeah, for some reason, you guys don't like him. That's okay. Yeah. We we actually have a cast of characters that we established in the first year or so that that I I feel like we we could go back to the well with her bear. I miss, I miss old her bear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was he was yeah. a good foil to Taylor when we did establish yeah. that the Taylor episodes where they were debating stuff I think were very good. Yeah. Uh, but they did not land. Uh Chess asking will we ever get the infinite and the divine author on eventually. Oh, oh. I reached out like a year ago and then he was like, "Yeah, like reach out to me in like a few months and then I never did." You should reach out again. Uh, but we'll reach out again. Yeah. Uh, Most black library authors, I think, are just sort of on the internet. They're very, they're they're very easy to, to reach. Yeah. Like yeah. we have them on Mob Rules. Like episode six, we had Gav Thorpe, and we just had terrible audio. Um, but anyway, guys, we're gonna we're gonna sign out here so everyone can go to bed. Uh, Val, anything you want to hit before we we go away? I just want to shout out uh, John and Dicky for putting together probably the best episode of Grim After oh, Dark wow. that has ever oh, that yeah. has ever been. Uh, that was, that was very, very good gentlemen. I do I do these things where I'm like very I don't do anything, but then some days like my eyes roll back into my head and I just create a bunch of assets <laughs> um and, and write a whole bunch of shit. So I appreciate those, that. those bumpers are awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yes, we're, we're making this professional now, guys. Yeah, man. Give us money. Grimafterdark.com. <laughs> Danny. Or don't. Don't or don't. Whatever. I don't care. I should, uh, I should interview you called out in chat you? as well. <laughs> but, but we run out. <laughs> Oh, well, no, my I favorite don't. failed successful was the dice check interview. Guys, okay, we got to talk about that real really quick good. because we loved that. I thought it was going to freaking bomb the whole time. What happened? We booked months in advance a uh, dice check to come on. And then when we were waiting to, to go live, uh, he was playing a stream game on his own channel. So we had yeah. him. We had his stream put him, game. Just put him on stream game. We had his stream game as a guest, and we would ask the we- stream questions. The the meta the meta uh, factoid of, that goes alongside of that is we're on Mondays specifically so that we didn't conflict with them doing uh, shows on Tuesdays because we started on Tuesdays but we were right out before dice check so we had to move. <laughs> Hence uh, the see you next Tuesday is the closing line with us. <laughs> yeah. Which see you so, Monday still sort of works, you know. Come, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Anything else you want to throw out there before we, we sign off for the week? No, I'm excited for next week's show. We got a lot in the, the back burner that we'll probably do Sunday Dude. night. Yeah, we're excited. Dickie and I have this amazing game uh, yeah. that we have planned for next week. We're not going to tell you any details. It's yeah. going to blow this week's out of the water, yeah. uh, which won't be hard because you'll hopefully play with the concept. Yeah. But unlikely. Um, <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> but it's, it's going to be just a lot of late nights uh, on Sunday where I'm like, shit, I have to do that. Yeah. Uh, that's okay, though. But thank you everyone for joining us here on Grim After Dark. Uh, you can find all of our socials, all of the way to support us at GrimAfterDark.com. Let you join our Discord. Uh, if you give us money or don't or don't care. Uh, we will be back next Monday live at 10 p.m. Eastern-ish. And if you can't catch us live, subscribe to the podcast and all good podcast services or get an abridged version every Tuesday night on YouTube. But remember, when your life feels like a never-ending siege and things can't get any worse, join us here and remember that it's always grim. After dark. That was very Carl Tatellian. Were you going to say something? You had your hand up like your eyes kind of question. 
Yeah, but then, like, I didn't want to interrupt the flow state. You'd have Earl a stroke. Hagen was a legend. Um, oh, 1960. <laughs> I want to call people. If, if people in chat, if you do enjoy the show, decades uh, later, he maybe made a share. Comeback. Maybe tell Lending people that like you enjoyed the, the show. Uh, like, uh, I don't know, your favorite social media platform. Uh, rather than giving us money, maybe find invite your rich friends, uh, and, and they can give us money. No, I just want the money. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment. I don't care people watch. He'll have you wetting your whistle and whistle. I'm in this for the status. John, you're such a capitalist. Disney is sure to be a hit with all generations. An Alaskan capitalist. That's a, that's an interesting contradiction of terms. Earl whistles more. Been in the U.S. for 20 years now. A collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs of the years. On this bonus album, he has done the gas cookies at the intro in the past. Chat. Sherman Messer, today you still you keep listening for like 20 seconds after this one, and I will. Also available, I find. And Dickie will leave the stream on, and it'll just loop for the next 25 hours. <laughs> it's a it's a mistake I did like Earl once or twice. Disney. Come on, buy it today. <laughs> I also totally forgot to record the, again. God damn it! Do you like cookies, but want something more British? Buy biscuits, not like those you have for gravy. British biscuits for dunking in your British tea. Stiff upper lip guaranteed. Biscuits, as recommended by Queen Liz of the Britons. <laughs>